You may have noticed on the cover of your bulletin today an icon. If you study icons at all, or if you've seen them in museums or in churches, you may notice that they tend to fall into different categories and different themes. Uh, The one that is on the cover is, of course, the vine and the branches, which goes with our gospel reading today. As if coming straight out of the ground, we see an image of sort of the upper body of Jesus emerging from this old vine, and the tendrils kind of swirling out around him, filled with his apostles. Jesus says, I am the vine, you are the branches. My Father wants you to be fruitful. He wants you to bear much fruit. And so the vine is pruned and cared for. If you're a gardener like I am, you understand uh, these things and how much work it really is. Um, If you want to have something that just uh, looks nice and is healthy and produces a lot of blossoms or fruit, it takes a good deal of effort. It doesn't just uh, happen. It would at some level, but if you really want it to be spectacular, it takes work. It takes weeding and uh, fertilizing and pruning, and you have to do things just right for the uh, expected result to occur. And it's the same way with our faith. You know, we could just sort of exist. Um, nothing can, once you are a baptized Christian, nothing can really take that away from you. And you could sort of sit in your pew and, and sing your hymns and listen to the sermon and you know, go your merry way. But that wouldn't be a very fulfilling life as a Christian because the reason we come here, of course, is first and foremost to give worship and praise to Almighty God. But because we do that, we are so filled with his love, as we heard in the first John, the reading from 1 John, that that love of God, that essence of God that is in us, compels us to go out into the world and to do his work and to bear much fruit. And so part of that is not just doing good works, but it's studying and meditating on God's scriptures, being faithful in receiving the sacraments of the church, and being part of the community. You know, Christians, we do have a tradition of holy hermits, people who sort of go off into a cave and, and meditate and are very, very holy, and people sort of seek out their advice and prayers. But for the most part, uh, Christians do not exist in isolation. We are a people of community and of family, and as we heard, of course, in John 1, that is what it's all about, loving God, loving our brothers and sisters. We can say, I love God, but if we don't love our brothers and sisters, we are liars. How can we love something we cannot see if we can't love the things that are before us? And so we gather week by week to strengthen that faith. And this is a very special day in the season of Easter. Not only do we have the wonderful story of the Ethiopian eunuch and his baptism, but we will be having our own uh, baptisms today, two baptisms today, where we will make two brand new Christians. And it's always a very exciting time to do that. And, you know, since the uh, promulgation, what I call the new prayer book, which is actually, you know, 40 years old at this point, but uh, the new prayer book, um, 
we, we, we tend to set our, our baptismal rite within the context of the principal Sunday liturgy, the gathering of the entire Christian community. Because, as you know, in the liturgy, we, you are asked questions. We are uh, asked as a community if we will uphold the person who is receiving the sacrament of new birth. And we say, we will, and we mean it. It's not an empty promise. And so that's why we have this wonderful uh, ceremony within this context. And so we have this great story of Philip and the Ethiopian eunuch. A very interesting character. He's not named but rather described. He's a person of high rank. He's in charge of the entire treasury of the Queen of Ethiopia. And just thinking of of the the Queen of Ethiopia and her treasury, it just brings up all these sort of images of a Cecil B. DeMille movie, you know, with a cast of thousands and her being carried on a sedan chair and fans and the whole bit. So this guy must have been somebody very important. But he took time apart for his uh, spiritual life. He, He went away from Ethiopia to Jerusalem to worship. And on his way back is where he encountered Philip. And the Holy Spirit directed Philip to go over and talk to this man. And he heard him reading from the prophet Isaiah and opened and interpreted the scriptures for him, told him, witnessed about the power of Jesus Christ and his saving love. And the eunuch was so moved that he said to Philip, well, what is to prevent me from being baptized? Well, the answer was nothing, of course. And so they went to the nearest body of water and Philip baptized the eunuch and then immediately was snatched away by the Holy Spirit. And so baptism is the gate to Christianity. It is uh, our joining Jesus in his death and resurrection, symbolically, of course. We go down into the water, we die to sin, and we come back new and regenerated. Baptism has its origins in sort of ritual bathing, which is something that our Jewish brothers and sisters still do today. But Christianity took it and made it into something really totally different. It's not something that we do over and over again in our lifetimes. I have heard of people who have gotten rebaptized, but really, as we said in the beginning of our service today, there is one Lord, one faith, one baptism. So, for example, I was baptized uh, at First Assembly uh, of God in Kalamazoo, Michigan, when I was about five years old, and uh, we had a stage. It was a totally different type of church than this, Um, and there was a big uh, cover on the floor with handles, and it took a couple guys, and they'd pull this cover off the floor, and there was this big, looked like a hot tub, and it had uh, warm running water in it, and I remember being terrified as a five-year-old, and I walked down into the water with the pastor, and he dunked me down, and up I came, and I was, that's where I was baptized. And uh, I was baptized in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. So it doesn't matter if that it was at a Pentecostal church, and now I'm an Episcopalian priest, because there is one baptism. And so today we have the joy of joining into that unified body of Christ two new Christians. Though we may be splintered by denominations, we are all united in our baptisms. And that really is the starting point for Christian unity. And just as Jesus said, I am the vine and you are the branches, think of uh, a grapevine or a fruit tree or a rose bush. Oftentimes, they're grafted. And this is for the health of, health of the plant. The, the upper part might not be 
uh, as hardy as it should be. And so it is grafted onto strong, healthy, vibrant rootstock that will help it grow and flourish. And so that is exactly what we are doing today. We are grafting onto the mighty root of Jesus Christ two new Christians. And so let us rejoice in this day as a community of Christians that we are spreading and growing that beautiful vine and bearing much fruit. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.